secret stuff. <laughs> oh, all right, I'm going to actually move this guy over a little bit. There we go. Okay, we're good, we're good. All right, excellent. All right, we are back with another episode of the show. I am your host, Sean, and I am joined by a friend of the show, Miss Josie. How are we doing? We had a really good reception um, on the last time Josie was here, so we wanted to bring her back. We're going to talk a little bit more about the dispensary side of things uh, because with a lot of excitement and buzz going on with uh, the dispensaries now offering flour, uh, we thought it would be a great opportunity to bring on one of our uh, most trusted resources and <laughs> we can dive into a couple of different things. But before we do, I want to make sure you guys are set up uh, on all of our platforms. So Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, um, and making sure that you guys are subscribing to our uh, podcast. So every episode that we do, we download it, we upload it into iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, everything. That way you guys can always keep up with the latest of what's going on here in Florida, okay? Screenshot that, bring that screenshot and yourself into the Kissimmee location. We're on 801 Oak Street, Kissimmee, Florida. And what we will do is we'll give you a free t-shirt, just like this one. You got a uh, white or black, your choice. And we will go ahead and uh, give you some, some clothing to represent the family and get yourself involved, okay? So with that being said, um, we wanted to talk first a little bit about what, uh, what True Leaf was doing, right? Yeah, yeah. They uh, they started selling flour yesterday, so mm -hmm. that's really exciting. Yeah. Yeah, and I was looking online, and excuse me for a second, because I have to pull it up here. And it's it's kind of honestly, we were just looking at it before the show, and it's a little tricky uh, the way that they worded this. Um, so what they what they decided to do, and this is what strain was this again? Um, this was for the bubble gum strain, which is a hybrid. Okay. So they have they have the bubble gum. Um, again, hybrid. So they're, they're basically what they've listed on their website. And again, this is uh, True Leaf. They have listed that this strain, this particular strain, okay, this is just an example. They could have different prices, different dispensaries could have different prices. Mm -hmm. But I think what they're doing is, is they have 3.5 grams for $43, okay? And you have to remember that when you go into these dispensaries, you're only allowed up to two and a half ounces every 35 days, okay? So we we've you know, broken this down plenty of times. Um, when you have two and a half ounces, that's 70 grams, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Correct. Mm -hmm. So that three and a half grams, you multiply that by two, that's seven. That's basically a multiple of 70, right? So... I think True Leaf is just kind of breaking this down into eighths and half eighths, or excuse me, um, you know, quarters. That way it's easier to have, uh, you know, a, a way to, to measure out your dosages and everything like that. Um, you know, and that's actually, I think it's a good way to do things. Yeah. Um, what, what are your opinions on, you know, pulled this up. What was your first thought when you, you were looking at this um, I think it's a great breakdown it's um, a little tricky but I'm sure once you get there they'll be able to explain it a little bit better like how it works I know that the state is allowing six 35 day um, with the smokable and you guys have to make sure for the patients that you are discussing that with your doctor and he has to approve that he or she has to approve of that 
um, and check the registry also yourself to make sure that it is actually up to date and on there before you go to the dispensary. Because if you don't have that recommendation open, you can't just go in just because you're a patient and buy um, flour. Yeah, that's, that's important to remember. So, yeah, you have two separate ones right now. You have the oil and the tinctures, uh, mm -hmm. and then you do have the, the flour. So if you haven't done that, please, even if you are a new patient, you can make that um, you can make that differentiation when you get here. Say, I want both or I just want flour. You let us know and we can uh, get you set up. So that's actually a good segue into um, your time in a dispensary. And that's really why I think uh, you have a really good experience with that and helping patients. Mm -hmm. um, you know, what, when you were working there, what, what did you like about working in a dispensary, you know, in terms of, um, you know, the education part and helping patients? Um, that, like, I'm passionate about helping people in general. So my passion is for patients to feel welcomed, like, you know, when they come in and, um, when I was there that time, I always try to connect with each one. Everybody is different. Everybody has a different condition or different things going on. Um, some people need more guidance than others, and some knew they did their research and they knew what they were doing. What I enjoyed most was like the interaction with the patients um, and educating them and helping them understand how it all came together and how it works from the registry side of it and them looking up their recommendation because every patient has access to that, just like the dispensaries do. Mm -hmm. um, and then that way you know how long you have on each recommendation, how many milligrams you have left over, how much you've used. You should know that when you go in, it's like going into the grocery store, you don't go without any money. You have to know how much money you have so you know how much you can spend. Yeah. Yep. So it's always good, like go on mmuregistry.com uh, MMU and pull up your profile. If you forget your password, click forgot password. Um, and then once you log in, you're going to go to your profile and it should show all the way down at the bottom, the breakdown of all the routes that you have. If you have CBD, oral inhalation, suppositories, topical, it'll show you whether if you have that or not. And then um, if you have a THC route, it'll show you what routes you have available, like um, oral, the same inhalation, suppositories, topical. And now with um, smokable, it's going to be um, smokable, of course. Um, so just make sure you look that up before you go to the dispensary. There was a lot of times, and I felt really bad for the patients that would drive like an hour, an hour and a half. And then they would get there and be like, you know, and I would say your recommendation expired or, you know, whoever I was working with them, we had to tell them that we were like, oh my gosh, like we would feel bad because we knew that they went, they were going out of their way to come here to get their medicine. And now they found out that it expired. And some doctor's offices don't um, explain that to the patients no. too. Um, you know, a lot of the physicians, um, they'll write the recommendation, but they don't know how much to put in there and they don't know for how long, or they'll put like 70 days and they'll put like 300 milligrams of inhale. And you're like, what are they gonna do with that? You know, and I mentioned this before, um, it's about getting that knowledge and education. But if you prepare yourself as a patient, then you know offhand what you have available and what you don't before you go to the dispensary, like check that please. Yeah. Because it's nobody's responsibility but yourself and it's nobody's fault. And we would get a lot of people that would get really upset and really angry at us. And it's not the dispensary, the dispensary is a pharmacy. So they're just gonna Good pull point. up what the doctor put in. They have access to what you're looking at as well. Same access the dispensaries have, you have access to. 
Um, and I've visited um, other dispensaries and they all operate differently. Mm -hmm. They're not, um, they don't have to show you how long you have on your recommendation and how much you have if they don't want to. Usually you go in and they don't, some of them have stuff written down and some don't. Yeah. Um, so you really have to know like what you have going in and what you have leaving as well. So that way, you know, okay, I have this much left. I need to speak to my physician. I need more or I don't even use oral. I'm going to ask the physician to just put inhale on there or I want topical or CBD or whatever. Um, and it's good to have it all open. That way you can try everything and see what works best for you as a patient. But definitely um, this is for new patients and current. You have access to that information on the registry. So pull it up and um, what, what was look the, at that. What was the website that you said you, they could look that up? Um, MMUregistry.com, which is the state website. Okay. Um, if you forgot your password, um, click on forgot password, but everybody has one because when you went and saw the physician to get the recommendation, that was when that was all created. Yep. Um, yep. So you have to go into the email that you have linked to your profile. Um, and then that way, whether if it's a Gmail or Yahoo, whatever, you can always click on forgot password. It'll take you back to your original email. That is your username as well. And then um, you're going to reset your password if you forgot it. And then that way you can look at your recommendation, look at your milligram, see how long it's for. And then that way you can double check as well. Like you're paying these physicians. So you want to make sure that they're putting in exactly what you discussed with them. You don't want them putting only CBD if you didn't even want that and you just wanted THC. Um, you can avoid all of that if you log into your profile. And then that way you can call your physician and say, hey, I discussed this with you, but I'm looking at my profile right now and it doesn't show, like reflect what we discussed. Um, so you just want to make sure you're looking at all that information before you go in there. And Leafly is a great website, leafly.com. Mm -hmm. um, that's like the encyclopedia for cannabis. It, <laughs> it it's legit, has yeah. like every strain in there, um, what dispensary has what. Um, I did, I, I, I brought, yeah. uh, I pulled it up yesterday. I was talking about, um, Oh gosh, I can't even remember what I had for lunch. Um, but I was <laughs> <laughs> no, I pulled up, I pulled it up, and we were talking about insomnia, and I was going through a couple of strains, and it was phenomenal. It told you, it was almost, it reminded me of like a wine list. Yeah. You know, it yeah. told you, hey, it's gonna give you, uh, you know, these types of, of things. Whether you know, if you're looking for an uplifting high, if you're, up, uh, you know, looking for something to bring you down, and it was great the way they laid it out. I would highly suggest that. And that's Leafly or Leaf Leafly. 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 Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was uh, mispronouncing that. But it's L E A F L Y dot com. Mm -hmm. And you just type in and have great resources. And depending on what you're doing, you have to do your due diligence. Um, and I spoke about that yesterday because there was a particular strain um, called Northern Lights. And Northern Lights is a, um, let's do this real quick. Uh, Northern Lights is basically a, um, it's, it is an indica, but it has higher amounts of THC in it. So if you have a little bit of anxiety or anything like that, that higher amount of THC will bring that anxiety through and it's going to make things a little bit more difficult for you to sleep because you're overthinking things and you get a little paranoid. Okay. Um, I, I've actually have experience with Northern Lights and I can tell you that was exactly spot on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you got to, you have to do your due diligence and you have to be able to go to mmuregistry.com and make sure you're staying up with that. 
Um, you know, there's a lot of different things that are changing on a daily basis, it seems like. Yeah, and yeah, with the laws and everything, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And so so you have you have all of these things that, are, you know, people are coming in. What would you say was, um, you know, something you didn't really care for that these dispensaries were doing? What could they change in 2019 to make things easier or better in general for the patients? Um, I think more education, just explaining everything a little bit more and just being a little bit more patient. Some patients need more guidance. Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of the rules and, and regulations that the dispensaries have, they're just following like the state, what the state says. Um, a lot of them bend those rules. <laughs> but um, it's all about helping the patient understand their recommendation, um, more education. Don't give an 80-year-old patient true clear or you know i'm sorry i didn't mean the same thing but like concentrate if they've never smoked in their life i saw a lot of people coming in and they were like i was in the hospital or i was yeah they thought they were dying because they never smoked in their life and then they were given like wax or concentrate or whatever um just educate them more like if you know they won't be able to handle it in your personal experience with what they're telling you and just try to suggest something more mild so that they're easing their way into it and they have a better experience with it. Because if they have like a really bad experience like that, it's going to be hard for them to go anywhere and get what they need. They're going to turn their back on it and kind of like have like, oh, it didn't work for me. It was mm -hmm. horrible. Yep. It just made me stay in the couch all day or whatever. Um, so just explain it a little bit better. I think education is key so that, because not everybody that um, comes in has that knowledge of medical cannabis or are familiar with the strains they're just like you know i tried it before when i was younger mm -hmm. or you know and that's it they don't know how concentrate works they don't understand how the oils the tincture works and the vaping it is different from using flour you know it is very different it is than rolling a joint it's different it is tough too because you get you get um you know a lot of different people that have next to nothing in terms of experience yeah. and um you know i think there's and we talked about this before there's yeah. a big disconnect between you know the dispensaries and the doctor's offices and i think some someone like you that has the experience of both yeah. is able to bridge that gap um that's that's a really good point um we had a question on instagram and i'm sorry i'm trying to read this uh hey uh how many how many ways of taken and can be open my profile i'm sorry i don't i'm not sure i understand that correctly um but when you go let's just jump back to that mmuregistry.com mm -hmm. so when you open that can you make any changes or anything when you go into there like can you make uh say hey i want to add this or i want to add smokable or do you have to go back to your doctor? you have to go back to your doctor you okay. have to talk to your physician about it mm -hmm. they have to see that it's the right fit for you before they add it on there they're just not going to add it on there just because you tell them to yeah i'm sure it depends on your condition and what you have going on especially if the patient is a minor mm -hmm. um you do have to definitely see a physician about that you know they're gonna have to approve you getting that route added on there yeah. Um, and then just log in to mmuregistry.com. You're going to click on your profile. There's like a little tab off to the side and you can look at your profile and stuff like that. You can't adjust your recommendation ever, but you can look at it and see what you have available to you. Mm -hmm. 
and make sure that everything is on there, what you discuss with your physician. And if you were curious about adding something on there, call the doctor's office. I'm sure that they can give you guidance and either get you in or do it over the phone if you need some adjustments or some leeway on there on adding milligrams or um, adding another route to your recommendation. Every doctor's office is different. Some are really cool with doing stuff over the phone and some will have you come in and see them and talk to them about what it is that you're wanting to change on there. Yeah. Yeah. There's um you just I would I would basically just if you do want to make changes, speak to Green Relief and make sure you, you, you run it by us and then we can give you the best uh, course of action from there. Yeah, definitely. Call in. Staff is always available and ready to ask questions. Everybody's very knowledgeable here and very understanding. Yeah. I've called for my mom because I'm her caregiver to add stuff on there and I was able to talk to somebody immediately and them fix it like within 30 minutes. So, yeah. And, and that's, I think, you know, moving forward in 2019, I think with an influx of more people coming in because of the flower, yeah. where do you, where do you see the dispensaries taking things for 2019? Um, you know, you first, you were in one of the dispensaries, you know, right from the beginning, it seemed like, um, what, and this is kind of a two-part question. What's changed over those couple of years from, from then until now? And then where do you see that going in 2019? Um, I think everything's going to be a little bit easier, to be honest. At first, everybody, like nobody really knew what was going on or how to go about things. Mm -hmm. I think because all of the dispensaries now have been doing it for the past year, they know what they can and cannot have in the dispensary, what's allowed. They're very in tune with the laws as well as something, you know, that they are doing research before it even gets approved so that when it is approved, they're ready to go, especially like with edibles, for example. Um, that got approved two years ago and we were waiting all this time for that to get regulated. So the dispensaries on their side too, like what with flowers, while they were ready to go, it was already something that they were talking about for a long time since they started doing everything with the law changes. Um, we're just waiting, you know, some were more yeah. prepared than others because, you know, one of the dispensaries already yesterday was selling flowers. So they were like extremely ready to go. Um, and some dispensaries are still a little behind. I think they're just trying to figure out how they're going to break it down for the 35-day supply because it's only a 35-day supply per, um, you know, recommendation. And you're only allowed six of those, which is equivalent to 210 days, which is what the state allows right now is six months, 210 days worth of recommendation. So your ID is good for a year, but 210 days on the recommendation itself, which is considered the prescriptions. But it's going to be interesting to see this year because we're just at the beginning still mm -hmm. how each dispensary is going to break down um, this whole process with the smokable weed um, and you do have to be a patient of the state as well so don't think that if you have more than what the state is allowing um, for the patients that you can just drive around with that in your car <laughs> well you can't so just to clarify and like add to that you can have every 35 days, you can purchase up to two and a half ounces. Uh, and I believe you can have up to four ounces at a time. Correct. Right. So you don't patient or, or caregiver. Correct. Yeah. yeah, care, yeah. Caregiver. Right. Or the That's patient. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Mm -hmm. And um, so even if you don't get through all of that two and a half ounces and you're, you're like stockpiling, <laughs> make sure it's not more than four ounces yeah. in your car. Yeah, exactly. yeah. <laughs> just, just, it's like, 
you know, people don't even do that. Yeah, don't don't do it. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just be very careful. Don't think because you're a patient that you can get away with having more than that amount. It's legal mm-hmm. for patients to have the smokable weed. Patients, patients. I'm just. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stressing that. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, like I can, I can see, and this is uh, to me, you know, like Carrie. Carrie's always emphasized, you know, we have to make sure we get the medical side down and yeah. we get everything. Uh, get everything done the right way because mm-hmm. I think um, and there's a story actually um, a friend of mine we were actually um, we were lucky enough to go to Amsterdam and <laughs> and so we go over there and this was in 2013 okay. so it was a little overwhelming because I was you know I was a recreational user okay I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there so if the FBI or whoever's like but when you get over there and you walk in, it is super intimidating. It is very intimidating to walk into these places. And sometimes, you know, my, my buddy, he, he got an edible and it was too much for him. It was way too much. So what do you, what, you know, when people that are first time patients in a dispensary, um, what was like a, a rookie mistake that you would see people doing? Um, giving too much, um, like something that was too potent, not too much because it is very regulated here. You can't oversell something. what you don't have. Mm-hmm. Like if you have a thousand milligrams, you can't get sold 1500 milligrams okay. of yeah. cannabis. It's not going to happen. Um, but just recommending something too strong. Of course, there's people that they have a high tolerance. Everybody's different and they know what they can handle. That's fine. But, you know, it's more so like with patients that are not familiar with any of it. Mm-hmm. You definitely don't want to recommend a concentrate of 90% THC to somebody that's never smoked in their life. Yeah. Because they're not going to have a good experience. What we're doing at the dispensaries or everybody should be doing at the dispensaries is educating the patients. And you're helping them, giving them guidance, not really like recommending anything because you're not a physician at a dispensary. But given the patient guidance and um, in the whole process and explaining to them, you know, slow is always the way to start. You have to ease your way into it. Um, low and slow is what we would always tell patients. Slow. Yeah, low and slow. Um, that's the best way to do it, especially if you're new to it. Yeah. Um, and I would always suggest like a one-to-one blend. Because, um, you know, I, I mentioned this the last time too, just because it's more mild. So when you say one-to-one, what do you, what do you mean by that? Um, one-to-one is... Um, have um, CBD, have THC blend, and all dispensaries carry like their version of it. Everybody has their medicine is different, um, but try it all out and see what works best. There's so many different ways to ingest um, medical cannabis. There's tinctures, you can make your own edibles, there's topicals, there's suppositories, you can vape it, and then now there's the smokable flower too, and you're gonna pick what you think works best for you. So I think the ounces and what the state is giving now is a little bit in some term, but for some patients, it will be beneficial and it'll be more than enough because they don't need a lot. But of course, you know, for those that need a little bit more, it might not be enough. You know? Yeah, that's a good point. You know, and, um, I, this, you know, the state's regulating everything. Um, and it's important to remember too, that if you have, let's say you have that two and a half ounces, like, uh, like Josie was saying, you're good to go. You have, you've been doing this for a little bit. You're feeling confident with it as in terms of how much, uh, you know, you can handle and what, uh, helps medicate you. 
But let's say you have the two and a half ounces and you're, you're saying, guys, two grams a day is not going to cut it for me. I need more than that. You can have as many pre-rolls as you want. So you can go in and you can get joints that are pre-rolled already. Mm -hmm. uh, those might be a little bit more expensive, but you can have as many as you want, right? Yeah. So that way you have at least something to, to kind of help get you through. And like we talked about a couple of times, especially with Randall last Friday, uh, he, he really understood after a while how to combine like the different tinctures, the, the capsules, uh, so he could get, especially right off the bat, he could get pain relief for his lower back. Mm -hmm. Then, you know, he would take something real quick like a vape pen just to get himself feeling better. And at night, he would take the vape pen feel good and then maybe take the capsules at night where it's digesting and it's a little bit longer. So it kind of, it overlaps and that way you can get a feel for what works uh, during the day or what works better at night. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good, that's a really good regimen that he created and everybody's different, you know, mm -hmm. but capsules do last a lot longer because it's broken down by the liver. So it, it, it is similar to an edible. It takes one to two hours to kick in, um, but it can last four to eight hours capsules. So and you might need more than one, but you know, just try it all out. You have to try it all out, all the different routes and methods of um, taking it in. That way you know what works best for you. My mom does capsules and she does oils and she combines those two and she created her own regimen and it took her a while to figure that out. Mm -hmm. So you have to tweak it. She was like, okay, I'm going to need more than one full dropper of CBD a day. I need, I need two of them, you know, two a day and four capsules a day to get that keep that pain level at bay. Mm -hmm. And um, we went to the doctor last week, Friday, and she's still clear and doesn't have to do chemo. So that's I'm excited. Awesome. Ah! That's, that's <laughs> and that's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. Because you said she had, uh, she had three times, right? Yeah, this, this was her time. third time having yep. cancer. And the only different thing that she did was doing the CBD. Wow. And it's been over three months and we just had a checkup last Friday and she was like really nervous because she was like, I hope this is like really working. Like it's, there's nothing there. And the doctor was like, you're fine. Like, I don't have to see you for another three months. Wow. Everything looks good. Your blood work looks good. Everything looks good. And she's only been doing CBD. So I'm very grateful for that, that she was able to understand and acknowledge, you know, and then with the doctor as well, he was all about it. So it was good to have him be supportive because if he wasn't supportive of it, mm -hmm. she probably would have never tried it. I mean, I was harassing her for three years and it took her three years just to do the, the CBD. And I mentioned this in the last show too. Um, it's just a, you know, old school mentality and things like that, but yeah. it all works. It all works. You just have to try it all out. THC works and CBD works um, just as well. It depends on your condition and what you have going on. But for her cancer, it's worked. So, yeah, and that's I feel like that is almost the you know there's there's other other types of ailments that people go through and <laughs> not to take away from any other ailment that you're experiencing because okay. if you're feeling pain or you're not satisfied with the way you're feeling there's nothing can take that away from you but I feel like when you start talking about cancer that's when people really start to like pay attention and their yeah. ears open up and they're really taking a notice of that. Yeah, definitely. And then, unfortunately, so many people are affected by it. I that, think almost yeah. everybody knows somebody extremely close to them, like a parent or a sibling or, you know, um, that has been affected by cancer. So, um, you know, you see them, the process is not a, a, a good process. And this medical cannabis helps with that. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. And, you know, the, the, the cool thing about this smokable 
uh, flower bill that just passed, uh, Florida Senate uh, Bill 182. They actually gave uh, $1.5 million to universities uh, here in Florida to do more research. Granted, that is a drop in the bucket compared to most budgets, but yeah. it's a it's a step in the right direction. I think you know things like that, very promising, yeah. and it just needs to be researched more. Yeah, definitely. And then there's other conditions too that it's helping with on a daily basis, like mm -hmm. epilepsy. Um, there was a lot of patients that came through with that autism. Mm -hmm. um, it just helps with everything, and everybody's affected by it differently, but it is beneficial for everybody from all walks of life, and we talked about this the last time, from children to adults, it's it's beneficial for everything. It's all about dosage and finding the right product that works for you. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, with you know the smokable here now in Florida, um, what do you think the biggest benefit that patients will see with the smoke, uh, or the smokable flower? Yeah, pain relief, immediate pain relief. Immediate pain relief? Yeah, okay. I think that's, I mean, that's the most reason why people want to do it. And not only that, but there's some people that they need the smokable because of their condition. You know, if they have like more anxiety um, or they suffer from depression, and this is a, a quick pick me up. Because with smoking, I mean, it is going to work faster than doing an edible or doing right. sublingual drops. You're going to feel that relief immediately. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's going to be very beneficial all around for everybody. I mean, it's going to be, um, might be more costly for for those patients that need it more, but um, you know, it's beneficial. It's mm -hmm. going to be a really good thing. We've been wanting this for a long time, so I'm glad that it's finally here, and um, patients are going to have that option available to them. I don't think that they should be withheld from wanting to do smokable. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody's different, and they have their condition. I think it's going to be a really, really good thing. This is going to open doors for other things. Do you see any drawbacks with that at all? Anything that maybe is not not the greatest? Um, I think maybe the amount that they're giving, mm -hmm. I think, is the only drawback for the patients that want more of it. I mean, you have to be a patient, too, so it's not like it's like full recreational where everybody's going to, because a lot of people are worried about that, I think, too. It's that stigma. Like everybody's going to be smoking and driving or out on the open smoking and stuff like that. But it's patience. And, um, you know, just don't judge nobody. Yeah. Stay yeah. in your lane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I mean, that's, again, I mean, if, if you do it the right way and, you know, my, um, I think, my, in my opinion, regardless of, you know what you've experienced over your life like your mom for instance mm -hmm. at this point it's 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 like hey you know there are cases where it's working night and day different than conventional methods yeah and yeah. you know it, it's it, i think the more research that we do and the more that we get involved with this the better it's going to be you yeah, know definitely. Your, your mom was a, a clear-cut example of that yeah definitely i'm excited that it's been working for her and i've seen the difference i definitely have I definitely have, um, you know, all around, it, it helps with everything. So I, I love it. I think it's a great thing. Yeah. 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 Let's real quick, uh, before we jump off, we talked a little bit, we mentioned this a, a while ago with the Rick Simpson oil, uh, with Miss Missy Moo, yeah, Michelle, she was the first patient a couple of weeks ago that came on on a Friday. She mentioned, uh, Rick Simpson oil. Uh, what exactly is that? How is that? come into play with things. Um, Rick Simpson, um, if you guys haven't heard like his story a little bit, just to, he was like an engineer and he got injured at work and they gave him prescription meds. 
um, he got into it because he watched a documentary and then he became interested. And when he discussed with his doctor that he wanted to try it, um, the doctor was not about it. So he went about doing it for himself. And then he was able to help treat over like 5,000, I believe, patients. Of course, that had a lot of consequences as well because this was in Canada and it was at a time where it wasn't like, I mean, they just went recreational. So it wasn't, yeah. um, but it is a very concentrated oil. It's a indica. Okay. strain is what he was using and what he recommends but there are hybrids as well that are heavy in indica because i did some research as well and i was like was there a specific plant or mm. like a specific strain and it was just indica okay is what is pretty much on all the articles that i read and there are videos on how he did it i mean he used his method was using like a rice cooker and things like that and using solvent and there's different types of solvent and things like that but there's an article on leafly there's youtube videos on it if you want to see like all the steps like how to do it because you can do it at home too you can do it yourself but it's just a very concentrated oil and it was created for cancer because after he got injured um he saw that it helped with his dizzy spells and things like that and mm -hmm. then like a couple of years after that he had like a couple of bumps in his arm and it happened to be um, when they did the biopsy that he had skin cancer. And so he applied, he was making this oil and applying it to the cancer. And within days, he saw that it was like disappeared, the bumps that were there that they took the biopsy from. So when he saw how effective that was, mm -hmm. he was like, wow, this is like he started cultivating and he got really into it and started helping other people as well. So Rick Simpson oil is more tailored to cancer patients and things like that. It's just a concentrated oil like you can make that at home yourself. How does, how does that differ from uh, some of the oil that maybe you can get at a dispensary? Because that's, you know, I, when you get some of the, um, the wax, right, I would assume you, you have different ways of getting, you know, uh, you use CO2 or some kind of, you know, ethanol. Alcohol, alcohol butane. I mean, there's yeah. different ways and every dispensary does it differently, cut, cuts it up differently. Yeah. So this was just a more concentrated, pure form, the way that he did it. Okay. Um, versus like, you know, how other dispensaries do it and things like that here. Gotcha. Um, yeah. yeah. So he just, he just <clears throat> kept uh, basically purifying it over and over and over again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I think I think that's great for today. Um, we we covered a lot, and we do have um, a big announcement today. And we will be having Miss Josie with us Yay! full time, working with us at Green Relief. <laughs> uh, she's basically you're going to be doing more so like the event outreach and community yeah. outreach things. and education and things like that. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm going to be doing more of that, more of. That. Patients, reaching and talking to patients. That's it. And that's, that's, and <laughs> that's that, my goal. Yeah, that's, that's honestly like one of the biggest things is um, having, like I said before, having you be that almost the plug, the connection between uh, doctor's offices and dispensaries because, you know, again, a lot of people that come in are first time users and yeah. you have a really good way of explaining things that's basically in layman's terms. <laughs> and, um, you know, we're going to try to do more. Uh, we're going to get out and get more events. We're going to be out in public. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's going to do nothing but good. For yeah, it's going to be a very positive thing. It's all about educating and connecting with the community and helping them understand cannabis in general. So just getting out there more and creating uh, relationships with um, prospect patients and patients already 
it's going to be a really positive and a really good thing. It's going to be like a movement. Yeah. <laughs> and that's cannabis movement. Yeah. Even, even though it's, you know, even though it is medical here, um, it's still interesting. You know, I, I wear this shirt all the time and people ask me questions about it every single time. And it's crazy that we now have been medical for as long as we have. Mm-hmm. And there's not any, there's not a, a resource that you can go to that is definitive and clear and um, just a place for education. Yeah, you know, exactly. It's, 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 to me, that's just mind boggling because it's 2019 now. We're, you know, we're just now getting smokable, but yet there's so many misconceptions still. Yeah, there is. And we at Green Relief are going to do that. So yep. We're going to help out to remove that stigma of medical cannabis and help patients and prospect patients understand it more because it's, it's, it goes way more in depth. And when you meet patients of different walks of life and different conditions that they have going on and how they have used this, you're going to see the benefits of it and you'll be able to hear all the testimonies. So it'll be good. We're, we're going to create some really cool events where everybody can connect as a community because that's what it's all about working together um, so that we are, we're all in this together. We're, you know, just to get more educated on it and so that people are more passionate about it and can see how effective it really is. I think that's, uh, especially with, with 420 coming up, we're probably going to have yeah. some kind of event. Yeah, we'll have to talk sure. to the, the, <laughs> the expert over here. Um, but I think I think that's, that's great for today. Um, we'll definitely be having Miss Josie back. So, again, if you guys have any questions for her, myself, or Carrie, or any of our staff, uh, reach out to us on any platform. So you can email us, you can call us. The number here is 407-572-8643. Um, and if you want to just message us on uh, Facebook or Instagram, just let us know because that's what we're here for, okay? Ms. Josie, thank you for thank coming you back. Thank you for having me. <laughs> we're going to be seeing a pretty smile more often. Yeah. <laughs> so we're excited. And, uh, you guys stay home, and we'll see you on Monday. See you Monday.